Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is your official Leguizamarama spoiler warning. If you have not seen season two, episode one, and you want to see it, we're very different people. Um, but don't listen to this podcast just yet because we've... the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, did I not say the Mandalorian? But it's all right. No, we'll start again. I'll see in the little title. Should I start again? Nah. All right, cool. It's called The Mandalorian and enjoy the pod. Peace. <laughs> I hate the word. I don't... I don't... One leg and a pocket of chicken. I'm going to put a little cornstarch on my werewolf, man. Hello and welcome to Missions X Leguizama Rama, a podcast where two people uh, didn't look up how many films John Leguizama did before they started the podcast. Uh, I'm one of those two people. My name is Zachary Thomas Rewayne. You might know me from um, being Star Trek on the Star Trek v Star Wars debate. Okay. I'm joined. Uh, that's, uh, that's pretty new. Mm-hmm. I was kind of half, half, or neither nor. Um, uh, I'm joined as always by Bishop Trump, who who is team. Um, I've never cared less about joining teams in my life than that particular debate. I don't know either of them. I've watched more Star Wars purely because I've watched this episode of The Mandalorian now, but mm. I'd previous to this never seen any, except the one with the small boy, the Star Wars with the small boy. When it was in the cinemas. Number one. Yeah, okay. But I don't remember it. Um, so you team Star Wars? Yeah, sure. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we are joined by our resident science fiction expert. Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl. <laughs> um, no, we had him in for, um, what was it called? Titan AE. Titan AE. According to me. And he loved it. He loved it. Mish... Uh, um, thinks that Titan AE, Sam, just so you know, oh, Sam Lingham, um, and just so you know, Mish thinks Titan AE is hard science fiction. It is, yeah. it is though. Yeah. No. no. What, is, what would you classify Titan AE? A children's thing. <laughs> About a science fiction one though. Yeah. It's a, it's a science fiction. To me, that is the most science fiction uh, you can possibly get. Hard sci-fi is like a genre. Name a hard sci-fi. Uh, the three-body problem. It's a book. Have you read it? Um, I guess Dune verges on hard sci-fi, but not really. It's when they really get stuck into the like, fully science, science of how. I got so mad at the world when Dune came out. I was <laughs> so because I was like, "Is this really going to be a thing?" Because I I didn't care. I've never watched the trailer. I don't want. I'm not interested. The poster makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> Um, oh my god! Yeah, pretty full on. But no, I got so mad. So I'm like, "Oh, this is going to start a thing," and ever. But luckily, people stopped talking about it. But it was just such a thing. Have There's you seen Dune? coming. Oh, shut up. I, I'm just, Titan AE is as far as you can take me unless Johnny Legs has been in other science fiction and then I'll watch it like I did today. 
So Sam Lingham is our guest today. Sam is um, the head writer and uh, theatre director of Auntie Donna. He has also recently received Screen Australia funding to develop a script, a science fiction... A, a treatment for a script. Light. A treatment for a script, science fiction light story. Sam loves science fiction. Yeah. He knows everything there is to know about when, when people fiction. say science fiction to me, I think of the June poster and Sam Lingham in the June poster. It, for the record, yeah. we had Sam on for um, Titan AE. Mm. He, you know, watched it and, and talked about it and, yeah. and thus... I think largely you, Mish, have decided he is our sci-fi guy. Of all my friends, he's my sci-fi guy. <laughs> now, Mish, I'd like to ask you a question. Yeah. The thing you watched, the episode you watched, yeah. do you think that's sci-fi? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, I would argue <laughs> that Star Wars is fantasy. Okay. Isn't this interesting? So, I work at a bookshop, right? Cool. I just started working at this bookshop. It's very trendy, very cool. Um, and I was sorting through the science fiction section and I got really excited and I was like, oh my God, I, cause there was some like old weird books, like, like old seventies, sixties sci-fi, very porny, mm. like very like erotica. Like treasure planet. Sure. That's like, no, but just like a lot of like naked aliens, huge titty aliens mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got mm-hmm. really excited cause I'm like, Sam's going to love this because like, I know that <laughs> Sam loves a book and he loves a sci-fi. Uh, so I sent, <laughs> so I sent him the pictures of all these books. It was like, oh my god, these look sick. You're gonna love these. And he just wrote back, and he's like, no, <laughs> I'm not. No. Have you done anything ever to indicate that you like kitschy, big titty sci-fi, <laughs> Sam? What's this, Mish? Well, I, I came on a podcast and talked about Titan AE. <laughs> No, you read a lot of you read fantasy novels. I do. Yeah, Yeah, he likes fantasy novels, and to me, fantasy and science fiction are the same. They are both. um, What's the word? There's it's a word for it. Difficult to understand. No. Although the 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 line for me between fantasy and science fiction where they differ is when I can understand them. I can understand fantasy better than I can understand science fiction. Really? Sure. Science fiction, 90% of the time, particularly when it comes to film and stuff, is just fantasy. It's a very, it's a, it's a similar construct. Okay. It's, is that fair to say, Sam? Yeah, absolutely. So I, you do like science fiction. I wasn't wrong. I love science fiction. See? Yeah, no, he does. Yeah. I do. I think uh, he said you're like like gaudy big tit alien sci-fi, yeah. which is, you know. It's, it's, Would you read it? If I got you one, they're only five bucks, read... they're secondhand. Mm-hmm. If I got you one, would you read a big titty 60s sci-fi alien I, I, porn? I, I might, and it might be good because <laughs> the thing with old <laughs> books is the covers are all yeah. pretty atrocious, Yeah, like across the board. Oh, my God, they're so great. But, like, I wonder... No, 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 no wonder, because I know for fact there are people that genuinely would get a wood for a big titted alien. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm, absolutely. Whereas, like, titties are great, but as soon as you're like, oh, they're attached to an extraterrestrial, I'm like, well, there goes my wood. Because mm. I don't I don't get the wood for for fake people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, Mish. I only like authentic people. Yeah. Mish, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Um, it's about science fiction. <laughs> Do you right. really not get it? Yeah. Or is it like you I choose, get... are you being, what's the difference? Is it ignorant versus um, a cunt? 
I'm not being a cunt. Like I'm not. I'm not just sitting out here going. Like, I'm going to be. Because you're a smart person. I am a smart person. Sure. You're a cross I'm, shit. I'm, I'm of average intelligence. But you're like you're a cross shit. Like you get it. I feel like we talk and you get it. Yes. But then you just don't get it. As soon as it's like, I feel like. Oh my God, I shut down completely. Yeah, and that's what I think it is. I think you're like, oh, I choose. I think you choose not to no, get it. No, I've never. I don't understand. So Back to the Future is science fiction, right? Yes. Yes. I understand that. Yeah. Right? So See, that I get. That yeah. I get. Yeah. It's explained well enough to me in that film to understand. Mm. What I don't like and what has stayed with me since the Titan AE episode is that I was like, it doesn't make sense what he's saying. And then Sam said, no, well, no, it doesn't, but you just go with it. I don't want to, I need to understand. Uh, yeah, it, a lot of the science fiction is weird stuff is happening and you don't understand the implications later on. But, I mean, that's done in fiction a lot as well, you know. Yeah, but... <laughs> that's like the, the, the reason why I say fantasy and science fiction are not that different, except for hard science fiction. Uh, for example, Titan AE. <laughs> 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 um where, where, like, often the science fiction is is similar to magic as a plot device. It's just imagine if you could do this. Imagine a society where this can happen, and you can either make the thing that can happen is orcs, mm. or you can make the thing that can happen lasers. I don't agree with you, but I will say, <laughs> no, what is there to not agree with? <laughs> Wrong. I will say though, like, take Game of Thrones, right? That's mm-hmm. fantasy. Yes. We can all agree that that's not science fiction. Yes. I like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones is difficult to follow mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because a lot of characters, a lot of yeah. shit's happening. I can follow Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's a stretch, <laughs> but I can do it. And that's very complex. You give me a simple sci-fi excluding Back to the Future, and I don't know what happens, but I just don't understand. But Back to the Future is not... Not the simplest sci-fi. Well, no. All no. All I need to know is like this is a time machine. They used this, and they do this funny thing about gigawatts, and you're like, "Haha, it's really funny because it's Christopher Lloyd saying it." And then they just tell a very good story in the in the past. But then mm. the part two, there's like, if we go back, it's a different past. You know, like if you go back in the past, the future that you come back. That's easy of- to understand. That is easy to understand. Like, oh, if you kill this person in the past, they're no longer alive in the future. That's I can totally get on board with that. What I can't get on board with is why that planet's going to explode if you don't get 54,000 megawatties into the mainframe Are you before trying dawn to get times it? 40. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I'm trying. Well, no, no, but what that's you said my there thing. doesn't make sense yeah, to me. Yeah, no, either. that doesn't make no, sense. No, but no, you say that, Sam, but if that was in like a novel that you really like, some sci-fi novel, you'd be like, I get it. Do you You're like, only saying it cuz I said it. Do you like <laughs> Do you like Fifth Element? Yeah, love that film. That's one of my favorite films. So there you go. I think there's. I think what you don't like, Mish, is bad science fiction. No, the Fifth Element's not difficult to understand. Yeah, but 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 do you like the Fifth Element? Yeah, I love the Fifth Element. That's like in my top ten all-time favorite films. To me, that is a ten out of ten. I think that's like a fantasy slash sci-fi. Is it? Yeah, what's but it, the difference? No, well, not really. I mean, the genre is decided by the critics. I not want to the know authors. what Sam thinks of the difference between science and uh, yeah, please, Sam. Generally, fan so, science fiction, I would argue, is generally like like Back to the Future. It's like, what if we had time travel? Yeah, how would that affect the world that we live in? Basically, okay, yep. Generally, it's it's that. It can be, or how can it affect these people? Like, generally, yep. there's like a question. That it's asking, and it's often like based on a scientific idea. Okay. And then they're just sort of exploring that. So it's like, what if robots were real, or what if we had AI, or yeah. like generally, it's like good sci-fi is just art. 
like asking a question. Okay. And answering it. In and a fantasy fun way. is make believe. Yeah. 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 Like a different world. Yeah, what if yeah, and you just you just come up with some shit and you're like, what is that gonna say? Like all of it's metaphor. All of it's kinda like trying to exp- good stuff is all about how we interact with each other. Okay. Do you but, know my favourite thing about June? Yeah. Was that they say the year at the start of the film and they go they, they, they sort of just say to you, This is very, very, very far in the future. So in the movie June, mm. it's just like they're like this and I feel like that was a very deliberate thing. To be like, this isn't Star Wars. Star Wars is set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. This is our future. And I feel like that difference is the difference between fantasy and science fiction. Even though June and Star Wars are very similar because Star Wars is a little bit of a rip-off. Of what? Of June. June. What? Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So June's like a sand planet and there's like a boy who's the messiah and there's big worms. Everyone. Oh, see, already as you were talking, then I just wanted to punch you. But just. <laughs> but do you not understand the worms, or do you no, not like the worms? Get this it. is my thing. I think you're saying I don't understand when what you mean is I don't care for it and thus didn't listen, and that's fine. All right, that that might be what it is. Maybe that is what it is. Because you get the Matrix, don't you? you get... No, I don't. Don't start me on that. That we all know I don't understand that. But film. but no, you don't like that film. It's but you get it, make sense. don't you? No, that movie does not make sense. It does not make sense. Yeah. But its question is, what if robots took over and put and kept everyone alive and, and, and kept their minds occupied in the Matrix and that's what we're living in Yeah, but in keep now. their minds occupied in the Matrix. What is the Matrix? Why are they keeping their minds occupied there? It doesn't make sense. It's so complicated. But you get it, though, don't you? You get what's happening. In the, as you watch the film, you're like, oh, they're, they're like in a virtual reality Attached to their brains, yeah. No, you get that that's happening, don't no, you? No, I don't. But do like, I'm not trying to. Be, I'm not trying no, to no, be no. cute and dumb. No, I'm no. Really, <laughs> like, I realise that you all probably think I'm adorable right now. <laughs> but I just, don't. Oh, actually, yeah, nah, you <laughs> no. But this is my question: is like you, it's not. You don't get why they did. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a little bit weird. It's not a very efficient battery. I get all those like. That like these are problems that you have with the film, but my question is, do you understand that they are in the Matrix? I get that, but what I understand, I understand that they have left the real world and have gone into the Matrix. Yeah, but I can't differentiate which one was the real world or the Matrix. They went in between them all the time. Why can he bend like were- that in the real world if he's not in the Matrix? Oh yeah, but we're not talking about the sequels here. No, it's in the first film. All of a sudden, they shoot a gun at him, and he can be like, "Whoa!" And that's in the Matrix. Bench. That's just in the Matrix. No, we're talking about the Matrix, aren't we? Oh, okay, no, she doesn't get it. <laughs> well, so, we we just not we're not talking about the so Matrix. So Sydney, when you said the real world, yeah, that's the Matrix. Yeah, I'm talking about the movie, the Matrix, the real world in the movie, the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. So in the movie, the Matrix, the like the Matrix is Sydney. Yep. When they're in the Sydney, the Matrix is Sydney. When yes. they're in Sydney, that's the in real the world. Though when he's in the office, he's in the real world. No, oh, no, no, wow. no, 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 that's the Matrix. I'm so glad I dug into this. That's the Matrix. Because I thought you were being deliberately obtuse. But you really don't get the Matrix. And that's good. That's, I that's, don't know. that's I, I, Okay. Good. I had a whole bit in my comedy festival show yeah. about how I don't understand it. Again, wasn't just being cute. No. Legitimately, I don't understand no, that yeah, film. You don't. Your colleague Is and our friend, shock? Mark Bonanno, sat down with me once and tried to explain it to me for about an hour. And in the end, I was like, I messaged him. I was like, thank you so much. I get it now. That's been bothering me. And that was a lie. 
I yeah, still don't understand. That's fantastic. I love that you did that. Yeah, I still don't understand. That's I just amazing. wanted to. I, he just put so much effort in. Yeah. I just. I can't. My head can't get around that film, man. I just. I can't do it. Is it because it's st- like because it's structured like a twist? If it started, if it just played out chronologically, yeah. And the ma- like. Why him? Why Neo? Oh, mate, you're, you're like, asking. Why, why does you Lawrence are asking Fishburne, a question why does too late? Fishburne, why does <laughs> you Lawrence don't know Fishburne, which one's the Matrix? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I thought that Sydney was the. I thought the the Matrix was the big white room with all the guns. Is that the Matrix? That's. It's all mm, no. It's See not. that that I don't want ambiguity like that. I need to know. It's, it's it's so the Matrix is a computer program. Yeah. What? <laughs> when did you watch it? About four times. Throughout in the last 20 years. And you've properly sat down and yep. properly watched it. You've sat down and you've watched it. I guess like the last half an hour, I'm like, I'm done. Because if you once you have... I explain it in the first 40. Yeah, I've, I've definitely watched the first 40 intensely. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to... Look, pick me apart, okay? That's I'm not fine. doing this to be mean. I, I think it's kind of... I really want you to enjoy this movie, but... That's where I'm coming from. Mm, I don't enjoy it. I won't enjoy it. And That's I've never fair. seen a sequel because what's the point? I don't understand. No, 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 don't worry no, about no, the sequels. No, no, the sequels <laughs> don't want. Like, the sequ- he starts, he yeah. starts bending things in the um, other place yeah. that he goes to with <laughs> the ships and, the, and yeah. the jumpers with holes in them. Oh, my God. You know how he wakes up bald with the jumpers but with also, holes in them? But also, as you're talking, <laughs> that the, the genre itself... It, Genuinely makes me a little bit mad. Like sometimes my partner's quite into to sci-fi and fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Particularly fantasy, but he does kind of like he liked Dune, whatever. And he's tried to explain it to me, and he gets about thirty seconds in, and he's like, I just glaze over, and he looks at me like, Why am I even bothering with Admittedly, you? Admittedly, your partner has told me what he does for work four times, yeah, it's... and I still don't really know. Yeah, and same. <laughs> He gives me nice sour beers. Yeah, he yeah, does. He's got nice. really good taste in sour beers. I want to explain the Matrix to you, it's but fine. obviously it's not going to work. If you work. want, we can do a little extra episode. If, like, I, it, it makes me want a Patreon just to have a little bonus episode yeah, where right. we explain the Matrix. I think too. the thing is, I feel like I'm one sentence away from explaining it, and her going, "I get it," but I don't think that's going to happen. There's like a block happening. That's that's the thing that fascinates me because you are smarter than the Matrix. If you can get. Back to the Future 2, I get, get the Matrix. Like, I don't think Back to the Future 2 is considerably less complicated than the Matrix. I love that movie. I love Back to the Future. It explains it easier, but I'm, yeah. th- I'm talking like you sit down and have a conversation. I, mean, I, I feel like you could get the Matrix. It's funny, though, because like coming to think of it, like not a lot of films are a 10 out of 10. Like There aren't a lot for me that are a 10 out of 10. But two of them for me are sci-fi films. So that's Fantastic. very interesting, isn't it? Titan A and June. And the Matrix of June. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see how little I understand sci-fi even further as I read to you my blurb, if you'd like. Yeah, well, again, it, we're, it, it, you could argue that it's a, it's a fantasy, but that's that's a nerdy thing to say. Whatever. I like Keep yeah, in mind, so I came into season two, episode one of The Mandalorian, which is Or the chapter episode. nine. If that's how you're engaging what? with the story, <laughs> what? It's chapter nine. Is out another way to out of however what many book? chapters they end up. I mean, what what series? What are we talking about? Season two. Yeah, but it's they call it chapter nine. Why? Because the first. Why? I hate. That's this. got nothing to do with science fiction. It's, it's just, just a choice they made. You know, Favreau has gone. What if episodes were called chapters? 
And Favreau also that. wrote that Scarlett Johansson and Sofia Vergara would love him in a film. Yeah. So I don't trust that man. He's, he's been writing <laughs> fantasies yeah. and chef. Fucking throw it down. Imagine a world where <laughs> Sofia Vergara and Scarlett Johansson want me. When I watched that film, I didn't realise. The so first time I watched it, I didn't realise. This is Chef. We should talk about this in Chef. But I, I didn't realise that so such much. a good film. I didn't realise that John Favreau wrote and directed it. I just watched the film and I was <laughs> just did. like, it's so, that's so unrealistic. And I think it was my mum that was like, oh, he wrote and directed. I'm like, of course he did. I would Look, if I wrote and directed something and I could write my love interest, I'd make it Idris Elba. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, why not? Because you can. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, um, I went into this uh, Chapter 9, Season 2, Episode 1 of The Mandalorian with zero knowledge of Star Wars. Of course, I've heard of Princess Leia. Of course, I've heard of Stormtroopers. Um, uh, Luke, I am your father. I, I, I've heard all of those. Spoiler alert. <laughs> But I genuinely don't know anything about Star Wars. I don't know why they're in the sky. I don't know anything about it. So I went into this blind. <laughs> why yeah. they're in the sky are like a lot. <laughs> it's like, because that is they? kind of assumed. That it's like, why are they <laughs> in the sky? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this is my blurb based. I want you all to know that. Yeah. And again, I'm not being cute. This is. I was just like, well, this is my take on what happened. I happens. think you're being a little cute and that's fine. Well, that's just natural. <laughs> I can't help that. (laughs) Hit it. Okay. Uh, The episode opens with Robocop and baby Yoda traveling through a space desert. They arrive at a town in the space desert with an underground club that is currently holding a large pig boxing match with axes. They attend this boxing match with a Cyclops voiced by John Leguizamo. It is at this pig match that I discover Robocop's name is the Mandalorian. And I also discover that he is searching for the Mandalorian. Uh, He tortures the Cyclops, Johnny Legs, for information on where he can find the Mandalorian, which is also himself, and John Leguizamo reveals the location of the Mandalorian. Robocop kills Johnny Legs with darkness and insects, I think. After a quick stopover at Amy Sedaris's place, they arrive at a space desert pub where they are greeted by a guy pretending to be the Mandalorian, but when Robocop discovers that he's lying, he tells the liar that he's going to kill him. Fake Mandalorian has luck on his side, though, because a giant sand shark dragon arrives, and instead of killing each other, they decide to be mates. They recruit some sand desert natives dressed as Hessian S&M garb to help them. They all end up killing the sand shark with guns and glow sticks, and Robocop and the little baby cunt ride off on their next location. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much right on. Yeah, that's it. Oh, really? That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh great, cool. See, Star Wars isn't is 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 that's why they say that's why they say it's fantasy more than mm. that because it's not really set in the future. It's just set in another world, really. Okay, so if that's what I got from it and that was correct, I would say that this is more fantasy. Because if it was sci-fi, you would have been like, that's way off. What about the mainframe? Mm. No. I think <laughs> you just don't like a type of sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you like which which ones do you like? 
I like The Fifth Element. It's yeah. one of my favourite movies of all time. Which is sci-fi. Yeah. I like Back to the Future. Which is sci-fi. Name some sci-fis. Have you seen Arrival? No. That's really good. That's it's a great movie, Arrival. Sam Although, has been asking me to see that movie for so long. I don't, I don't know if you'd like I think you might get mad at it, but it's very beautiful. This it's is, a really beautiful film. There's this fun game that everyone else can join me in playing. So whenever Mish does an AMA on Instagram asking any sort of question, <laughs> you can reply with watch Arrival. Um, and I would encourage you to all join. You should yeah. watch Arrival. I did a, it's um, one of my favourite movies and it's a sci-fi. I did one of those... Um, <laughs> I did one of those... Um, uh, anonymous, ask me anonymous questions on Instagram thing because I was just like, I was a bit curious um, to see if I have any fucked cunts that follow me. And all it was was Sam telling me to watch The Arrival and my mum asking me what I was doing. That's good. <laughs> oh, and one guy who asked me to sit on him. Yeah, yeah. sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> that it's all right, thanks for the 150. <laughs> Much appreciated. Um, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that was pretty on the money. I don't know if either of are you a Star Wars fan in particular? Not particularly. No. Yeah, no, Have you seen them all? All oh, the movies, yeah, but I haven't done like the anime or the novels or anything like that. The novels. Yeah. Were they books yeah. first? No. What? Unless then don't read the June. novels. Yeah, I know. What's the point? I think that's. Uh, I think for people who like Star Wars, the most interesting storytelling probably happens in the novel. Mm. Really. Do you want any figurines? No. Okay. You're no. not a real fan? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, star Wars is fine. Okay. Like three stars across the board. Oh, really? It's a three star kind of franchise. Like, it's you. a really interesting world. I love the, the force and the religion thing. That's really cool. But that's everything else is kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's not in, it's not in this one, really. There's no force all. in this one, right? No. Mm, Destiny. Bit, yeah. Destiny. The it, little the little baby cunt is a force. That's a baby force. Yoda, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Well, not, I know that because when Mandalorian came out, baby Yoda was fucking everywhere. He was the minion of twenty twenty. It's very cute. It's a cute little. He's baby. fine. I don't. I've never liked um, the overly cute animated characters or mm-hmm. like little. Fi- I've never liked in Disney films like the overly cute characters. Mm. I don't like those ones. Do you like ET? You know, ET's a little bit gr- gross. It, yeah, ET's fine. Yeah. Yeah, ET's fine. What if Baby Yoda had big tits? Yeah, good. That's hot, though. It that can is be wood. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel similarly about Star Wars. I really like the first, very first one and the second one, and I quite liked the, the you know, the ones when I was a kid that mm. were coming out. But, you know. I guess my <laughs> if your introduction to Star Wars, <laughs> if your introduction to Star Wars is Jar Jar Binks, you're not going to like it. And yeah. maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I never got into into it. I, because yeah. that was the first one I saw. I saw it in the cinemas and I just remember thinking like, I'm not really into this. And then it comes out that that movie sucked ass and I was like, well, I don't, I have nothing to compare it to. And everyone's like, sit down and watch this one's from the 70s. And it's like, really? I also mm. just find it Should a little I? weird. Nah, they're fun. Yeah, they're good. They're worth seeing if you like out of interest because they're very yes. like mm. seminal films, mm. you know. Similar to like how you'd watch Indiana Jones or something. I like Indiana Jones. Oh, That's no, not no, sci-fi. Just though. like no, no, but like it, you know, you just chuck on a fun movie to have on. So Indiana Jones would just be fiction, right? That's not fantasy. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's adventure. It's yeah, adventure. Uh, I mean, That's a, adventures are fun. But they're both. Category. There is a bit of sci-fi. Is it? Uh, a bit of um, magic. fantasy element. Magic, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is magic sci-fi? Is Harry no. Potter sci-fi? No, that's no. fantasy. But again, these are all definitions. Indiana you know, it's all kind of doesn't really matter, does it? 
Yeah. Not really. It's all kind of, we just... What about Who Framed Roger Rabbit? What's that? Um, like a cartoon live action <laughs> hybrid. It depends how they got the. Maybe it's got a bit of noir. That's a ten out of ten film for me. Yeah. How, how did the cartoon get onto the onto the frame? You know, if it was put there by magic, then that would be fantasy. No, it's just life. It's just life. That's it's a just, bit fantasy. That's just life. It's a bit of a fantasy. It imagines a world yeah. where, where animation isn't a is thing hanging out that's with Bob done. Hoskins. Yeah, yeah. It's not a group of uh, like uh, men in in trousers. Drawing lots of pictures, it's mm. they're real. So, for you, by your definition of sci-fi, then, Who's like Sam's? Sam's, if we go back a little bit, when Sam said sci-fi is just answering a question, then magic wouldn't be in sci-fi unless the question was, does magic exist? See, sometimes magic magic is, but it's often like an ancient civilization made this, so there's a scientific explanation. We're just not given it. Does that make sense? You know that- okay, so in like Miracle on 34th Street where there's actually a Santa, mm. that's like an ancient civilization created him. Did they? I haven't seen it. It's a make-believe one, but yes. There's this great line. Well, no, it's not in the film that they like. I'm just saying that Santa would have been constructed from like a, a fake place. I mean, unless they go to the effort to explain to you in the piece that Santa was created by smart people using by science. cyborgs. Or aliens or unknown species. <laughs> like, unless they go to that effort, then it's magic. What's a cyborg? What? It's a like a human <laughs> with robot bits in them. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. I'm on board the, with that. The, There's an episode of Buffy with a cyborg. Is there? Yeah. Amazing. There's there's a there's a there's a thing there's a thing in Star Trek. Nish. There's a great episode of Star Trek where where there's this um so the Prime Directive says you can't you know the Prime Directive, Sam? Oh, I can't remember it. You can't interfere with a pre-warp civilization. Yeah. If they don't know warp speed yet, you've got to kind of let them develop at their own rate. Mm. There's this episode where they accidentally see a, a lab and they, there's a whole bit of hoopla. I've already stopped. I'm I'm st- there's a perfect example. So this is the issue. Yeah, that's the issue. If you don't understand, it it's different to you not listening. I just stopped listening. I, I honestly, can you start again? <laughs> Those are two different I honestly, things. I honestly stopped listening because I was just like, I'm not going to understand. But the point is basically there's this this there's these, this cult Culture and they see the the Star Trek people and they're like, oh, these are gods. They think Jean Luc Picard is a god. And you know, if you've seen, if you've seen um, some of uh, some of Patrick Stewart's acting in Family, the follow up to uh, the the one about the Borg, uh, gee whiz, you'd think he's a god too. What an actor! Uh, <laughs> all right. No, they all think Jean Luc Picard is a god. So. And then they're tossing up. How do they? How do they explain to these people that they're they're not like? How do they convince them? And it keeps digging and digging. And in the end, they just teleport one of them. This like like um, almost medieval type person. They teleport them onto the ship, and he explains to her that to any civilization, he goes he does this little speech where he's like, imagine if you went back to like the Neanderthal version of your culture. He's like, imagine if you go back and you showed them an arrow or a knife or a hut, you know, they're living in caves. Imagine if you showed them your tools. And he, she was, he was like, that would look like magic to you, wouldn't it? And she's like, yeah, I suppose so. And he's like, the fact that I live in the sky, I know it looks like oh, magic, okay. but he's like, but this is technology. This is, you know, and I, there's something interesting in that, that like science, the line between magic and science is very, very fine. Well, if, if time travel exists, yes. Uh. <laughs> did, I, did I get that wrong? 
Well, I, I get, yeah. You just said if you could go back and see people with huts and they're living in caves. But, like, I meant more just, <laughs> like, more if someone's, oh. someone's technology <laughs> is so advanced, it would look like magic. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Are there a lot of metaphors in science fiction? It is all metaphors. Okay, that's probably why then. Maybe I didn't know that. So Sydney (laughs) is the Matrix. I'm okay. I want to explain the Matrix to to Mish. I I feel like I know that that's not the point of this podcast. It's really not. But I feel like we could get there. I really don't need it, though. That's that's fine. Do you know what I think the issue is, right? Could you make me like it? No. No. Couldn't make you like it. What happened with the Matrix, right? Is they it, the, there's a twist half an hour in, right? Mm. There's a twist, and that's the bit that you don't engage with. Is that fair to say? That's what's confusing Mish about the Matrix. She thinks the real world is the one that looks like our real world, mm. and in the Matrix, it's the opposite. Because they play so the, the big eggs full of gooey stuff is the real world. Yeah. So I think you've got to. So that's this world that we're in, but way in the future. So let go of the film. Let go of the order of the film as you watch it. So right? if we were in the Matrix right now, the film. If we were in the movie, the Matrix, we would currently sitting here at this podcast studio be in the Matrix. Yeah. Yes. Because if we, if, but if we had the big plugs in the back of our necks and we slept in eggs, we would be in the real world. Yeah. So let me just let go of the film. <laughs> Why are you don't mad? Think, Mish, don't. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But don't think about the movie you watched. Don't think about that movie. That's where you're coming undone. Just imagine that we make robots, okay? Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine I come to you and I say, Mish, good news, Sam made a robot. Yep. Well, and you now can you fuck it if you, you want. You can fuck that robot if you want. <laughs> is it hot? Uh, can you make it look like Idris Elba? No. Um, unfortunately not. Why would I want to fuck it then? Well, you don't have to. But here's the problem. The robot. <laughs> Wait, is that relevant? No. Is no. No. Oh, okay. No, Sam's just adding that for a little bit of fun. He's speaking Mish. Sam's, <laughs> Sam's speaking Mish. He's keeping you interested. <laughs> can every once in a while, Sam, can you just tell me the things I can fuck in this story? Yeah. Okay, cool. So Sam's invented a robot, right? Yep. Or he's invented like... Artificial intelligence. Okay. And then all the robots, they, they can, the robot can build another robot. You it's so smart. fuck that robot. Okay. And you could fuck that robot if you wanted to. The robots are building robots now. Yeah, there's yeah. like lots and lots of robots. Okay. Right? Like we have computers and stuff. Like, I, you know, anyway, there's lots of robots. Yep. Are we across So did this? we build the robots to build robots? That was the purpose of I the robots? I I've, think I've, I've, I've... Yes. Yes. Okay. They're so smart. They're as smart as us now. But the purpose of us building them was to build other robots. Yeah, we wanted robots and then we're like, why would we build robots ourselves when we can get robots to build robots? But why did we want robots in the first place? Um, Maybe the robot uh, helps you to fix your car. Okay. So, oh, they're, okay. Yep. Okay. I understand. So we could own them and have them around our house. Yeah. They can do everything for us. Oh, that's so like Bicentennial Man. Maybe the robot mesh is a little speaker (laughs) in your house. I can fuck Bicentennial Man. You can fuck Bicentennial Man. Is that what you're kind of talking about? Like those kind of robots? Maybe the robot is a speaker in your house and you say to it, hey, Google, I want to watch blah, blah, blah. And it, and it, or I want to listen to this song and it plays it for you. <laughs> Sounds familiar, doesn't it, Mish? Yes, Maybe it we're does. not so far as we thought. Okay, yep. Okay, so now there's lots of robots. Yeah, I'm having so much sex. Yeah, you yep. can fuck the robots if you want. <laughs> okay, it's yep. irrelevant, but you can. Yep, cool. Are, are we on the right track here, Sam? Yes. There's lots and lots of robots, but uh-oh, the robots are, and us don't get along anymore. 
We've been fucking them too much. Why did we program them to not like us? We programmed them to be able to learn themselves, to build other robots, to think well, for themselves. Well, egg on our face. That's dumb. Well, that's what... that I mean, you, and aside, you're going to something. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little dumb. And aside, it is what we are potentially doing is this right now as a society. Yes, it is. But just let go of the Matrix. Who were the robots? Mish, Lawrence? Was Lawrence Mish, a robot? Let go of the Matrix. We'll get to the Matrix. You'll find yourself at the Matrix in time. Okay. Okay. Who was a mate? Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Was um the 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 guy who can bend his back and stuff? Is he a robot? Mish, we'll get there. And okay. no. So, no, none of the ones you th- all the robots in the movie were robots. Okay. So, <laughs> so where, where do we go to from here, Sam? You okay. Can help me here. And then what happens is we start getting along. We start having big fights. We start having battles with the robots. We're so, fighting the robots. Yeah. There's there's human versus robot fights basically. Wars. There's wars. wars. You know wars. I know. Wars. And now the robots are all solar. <laughs> I've seen Dunkirk. <laughs> there's there's a line to this. But there's a, the robots are all solar powered. So what the humans do is they... Oh, wait, wait. Let's just make sure she's on board with... I know what solar power is. But they're is. solar powered robots. Solar. I know what a solar... I and know you understand we're fighting the robots? This, you're being incredibly condescending. If you get the Matrix, I'm happy. I'm happy to lose you as a friend if you get the Matrix. <laughs> I understand what solar power is. And you understand My mum has them. the panels on her roof. So they're solar powered. Yeah. yeah. And what the humans are like, well, fuck, if they're solar powered, let's just fucking fuck the atmosphere up. Put so clouds. Clouds. In is this the real? Sky. This happened in the Matrix? Yes. Yep. Yep. So this happened. And then they put clouds in the sky and they're like, okay, fuck you. Can't Are you I... taking the piss? I don't no, remember this no. at all. This is a scene in the Matrix where he, he sits down and he explains, explains this. Very okay. similar to us. They're like, we blotted out the sun. It's like, they did that to fuck the, over the robots. And then the robots are like, well, we need energy now. So you understand that they've, they've, yep. they've and then created they're, and clouds. They're, and then now the robots, because they're smart now, are like, we're going to die. We need to figure out what we're going to do about How this. are we going to, well, and... And then what do they do? They enslave all the human population and put them in these pods. So they so turn, they won. They won the war. They yeah. win the war. But how did how did the humans block out the sun if they'd lost? We hadn't lost at that point. At that point. So when they we cut off their power supply, they beat us still. So what yes. we did is we we blocked out. We'll get to. It's okay. Just step at a time. So we've blocked. And I'm sorry, I'm being condescending. It's fine. It's kind of funny. I think it's for the pod. It's not. <laughs> it's not for the pod. So so we've blocked out the sun. Right. Yep. But maybe they've got a little bit of battery power. And in that time with the with the reserves or while the sun... That's, see, this is where you start to lose me. That's not possible. You, we've cut off their power supply. Okay. So, okay. I think they're already losing. Like humanity's not doing this. this so isn't... with our last breath, we block out the sun? Well, like this will fuck them, yeah. So okay. maybe, Mish, maybe, Mish we, we, maybe it takes a couple of years to block the sun. Maybe, mm. maybe we've, we're changing the environment with machines or whatever. We're creating okay. these clouds. It takes a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So the machines have a few years before the sun's completely gone. And okay. we think we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And what they do in that time is they develop the technology to extract energy from human beings. How? They put them in goo. They put them in... Oh, the eggs! Come the- eggs. Okay, so they're taking our energy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that actually... Should we have an endless energy supply or yeah, they're all just Actually, this us? part doesn't make a lot of sense. You have to do a leap of logic. Here. So, yeah. wait, but no. So, do I have an endless supply of energy to fuel these? Think of your pumping heart, the, the, the electrodes in your brain. Yeah, but like, if that's being sucked out of me, will I not die? Well, no. They're, no. they're drawing it out of you um, because you're not moving. All the stuff you'd be doing in day-to-day life, mm. they're sucking out of you. Is that fair? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like Glory does in Buffy. I don't know. I don't know. Do you get me to review watch Buffy? 
I, I, I watched the first couple of seasons. Okay. All right, I'm kind of on board, but you're losing me. But so I'm they're there. in the egg. That this Becoming. is the weakest bit of the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, it's just this, basically like because what are the questions I'm asking are perfectly when we're in questions, yeah, right? yeah yeah when we're in goo we're we're a battery for the robots only when we're in the goo yes yeah so yeah. can we not just get out of them well the way they make sure that we stay in the goo is they feed they they pump into us more or less virtual reality. So we think we're living a normal life. In order to keep us going, to keep our brains going, they're pumping like a fake life into our brain. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're all just like pretending. Are we all like sleeping? Yeah, like... um, Are we sleeping in these eggs like they've created a dream world? Yeah. Yeah, And, and quite legitimately, this is technology that is being developed right now. So uh, you know you know virtual reality, yeah. Yes. Where you you, watch, uh, you have the screen. Yes, I've played of... before. Yeah, um, it's it's like that, but it's it's by but instead of putting a screen in front of your eyes, they're in, they're putting a thing right into your brain. So instead of putting a screen in front of your eyes, they're feeding a thing right into your brain to make you think you're seeing the things, make you think. Has you're there ever been the a things. glitch, like where someone would wake up like out of nowhere because the thing stopped working? Well, there could be, yeah. And but if that happened, then. When they went back to the dream world, would they not remember waking up in an egg full of goo? I think they would, Mish. And I think what they would want to do then, Mish, is they would want to maybe fight the robots. Or just be like, what's the point and live in your happy dream world? Well, Mm. some people do want to do that. 100%. The guy that eats the steak wants to do that, Mish. Just go back to the dream world, world, Mish. At the start, they first did a really idealised dream world. Yeah. Right? So they did something really perfect, like Sydney. Garden of Eden. Sydney. No, before Was Sydney. Sydney. Before Sydney, they did a perfect, they were like, let's make the humans happy. We've turned them into batteries. Oh, that's nice. Oh. So they, they told us we're in the Garden of Eden. Perfect life. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy. But typical humans, we fucked it up. We just fought each other. We got bored. We were terrible. So they said, you know what? Now you get Sydney. Now you get turn of the century Sydney. Olympic Games Sydney. You get yeah. turn of the century Sydney yeah. and everyone's doing weird fake American accents with, a, with that, that tinge of green that everyone yeah. loved to do in the early 2000s. Does that make sense? Yep. Yes, but I, I'm starting to think it's stupid, but yes. You can think it's stupid. Yeah. I'm not telling you you're going to like it. I'm just telling you you're going to get it. Everything you have told me. <laughs> I have no knowledge of from the film. Oh, they, they, I, everything we've said is in the film. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. There's a bit where he sits him down in the white room and he says, mm. and he says all of this. This is before he offers the pill. After. Well, well, that's see, that's some other bullshit. Why would you not explain all of this to somebody before offering them? The well, this pill? is all the issues that Cipher had. That's why he had a stake and killed everyone. <laughs> oh no, I've jumped ahead. I'm sorry. No, I remember Cipher. He's the um. Who's the actor that played Cypher? Um, the I, guy from all the stuff. Yeah, all the shit. Uh, he's a Johnny Legs-esque, but not quite the same level. Yeah, he's got a bit of Johnny Legs-esque. There's a Johnny, he's in Memento. He's, he's, he's worth about two Leguistamos. Yeah, he, he, any yeah. film he's in, he's a two Legu- gets you, I think one and a half One and a half Leguistamos, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, see, now you're speaking of my language. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm on board. I understand. Yeah. Um, what I don't understand right. is how did... Lawrence Fishburne okay. and Trinity yeah. wake up from the eggs. Uh, why? How did? Why are they? 
out and about. Yeah, some of this was, is for the sequel. Some of this is for the sequel and, and it gets a little complicated. But, but, but like, they wake Neo up. They wake Why him? him? Because he's been searching on the internet for answers because he's been going, oh, this world feels weird to me. And there's, been, and there's like, rumours, th- you know. There's stuff online and he's been chasing that down and I think he's ready oh, to. Oh, so he's just a Reddit kid. Yes. Yeah. He's and just like, a random kid from like for, Reddit. More 4chan. Reddit. Okay. <laughs> Even a little He's earlier a than random 4chan, 4chan kid. And He's they're not like, like special. No, well, no, he he, he uh, yeah, he he is. What yeah. the frick? You can't look at each other and go, mm, yeah, or no. That's why I mean, it's complicated. A, for there's me. a whole Christ metaphor running through the whole thing. As like well. a religious thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're redoing like Morpheus is John the Baptist and Neo is Jesus Christ, and but we're talking themes there, not like what the plot is. The plot is. Yeah. Everything we've said, it's in the future, and then they play it like a twist. So then we, so the reason why it's confusing for you is when we start, we're inside the Matrix, and they reveal it over the first forty minutes. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not most movies would start it with like, "In the future, we are eggs. <laughs> we yeah. are come egg batches." Yeah, and, and there's these cool people who are trying to save humanity by getting them out. That's yeah. how most most movies would start it. But what was interesting about that film is they did um, the same plot as Dark City. What? Doesn't matter. Don't worry. Okay. Dark City's now, good. Now, now, the reason that they did it in the reverse order mm. is because it's a metaphor. So it's like, have you ever grown up in a world and, and been, been told this is the real world and everything as it should be, uh, but it's not. Like um, growing up in a, like a church family. Well, when you look at the Wachowski sisters, yep. mm. so they've said it's a trans allegory. Oh, yep. Okay. So you're like, you're told your whole life that you're this way, but it's not this way. It's a lie. Have you ever just felt something is wrong? Yep. Okay. And they're like, how can we show that in a in a science way? Like a science. So Neo, okay. Yep. All right. There's also an element of the whole film where if so they So Neo's had pretty stu- woke. Yeah. Neo's pretty woke. Yeah. All right. Cool. For a 4chan boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So, but then why? Do, okay. Okay. Are you that, go, like? Do you broadly that? I understand. No, yeah. you, I'm on board. I That's hear good. What you're saying. I think you do because I just. But there's so many questions now about the film that I don't understand. Yeah. Like, as in, like scenes that happen, which I'm sure you'd be able to explain. Yeah, to me, we but could. Now I yeah. understand the. Pro- I understand for the first time in my life. Yeah, but you said that about Mark. Mar- you said that to Mark. No, I, I wouldn't. I'm not lying to you two. <laughs> I lied to Mark. Do you know what part <laughs> of it is, Mish? Do you know what I think the other part of it is? I think if they had started by saying this is a movie set in the future where everyone has like brain, like everyone has virtual reality plugged into their brain, if they'd started the films that way, like a lot of people would have gone, well, I don't like science fiction, no thank you. So the reason why it's such a popular film, I think, is because they trick people for the first half hour. They didn't say, trick me. I knew. Yeah, <laughs> I saw nah. five minutes of that, but this is some of that sci-fi shit. God, this is funny. This would be a funny podcast. Just what? making you watch sci-fi shit. Just uh, me getting mad at you. Oh, for God's sake. Are we going to talk about The Mandalorian at all? <laughs> what, what, what do we need to talk about The Mandalorian? What do we need to say? I don't know. Johnny was good. Oh, great. Yeah, I do want to, we should probably touch on Johnny Legs slightly in this podcast. Otherwise, it's just a explain the Matrix to Mish podcast. Yeah, but that's fun. That's fun. I think people would have I enjoyed think, that. I feel like the character brief is, so this guy has one eye and looks weird. So let's just make him a bit normal with his voice. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought it was I, fun. I, I think liked it was that he didn't like, go too silly of a voice. I have a feeling that him and John Favreau are mates. Yeah. Like they've worked together a bunch and I'm and because he wasn't like he was a little cute tidbit when the when the series was released and everyone was like, Oh my god, was that John Leguizamo? And he's like and he posted some Instagram pictures like, It me and stuff like that. I was like, surprise. I have a feeling that John Favreau like pretty much just called in a favor almost when you want to be in this. Favreau? The, you want to be in some Star Wars? And I Johnny Lex who never says no said yes. He said, yeah, sure. I haven't watched a lot of The Mandalorian, but here's what I love about John Favreau. I think he did the same thing with Lion King. I think sometimes he'll just go, eh. Like, I think that they were like, do you want to make a Star Wars TV show? And he was like, I really want to, there's a, special kind of technology they film it. They film it on a really interesting set. And I reckon he was like, I would love to play around with this technology. If you let me make it this way, I'll do it. Mm. And then I reckon he was like, also, I just want to cast cool, interesting people. The cast of Mandalorian is great. great. That was fun. Watching the people pop up and then reading who was in the cast fun. Yeah. The best thing I think it does is it's really simple stories and all the characters keep coming back. They'd be like, oh, that was just a rogue bounty hunter we met. That, And then like, he'll just rock up on another episode. He's back again. That's nice. It's like a very nice show in that way. Yeah. Sedaris was a nice little. Yeah. yeah. That was a bit of fun. There's heaps of them in it. Yeah. Like Bill. I will I have one question though. Hmm. Baby Yoda. Adult Yoda in the 70s film. That's Baby Yoda. No, it's a baby of the same species. Oh, is that a species? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so the Mandalorian, he is the Mandalorian. He's searching for the Mandalorian. Are there like two of him? So Mandalorians are like a group of people from a planet and they're like a religious sort of, th- their whole arm thing is like a religious thing that they, they believe in. So, it's a, you know, okay. it's both like a, what is it, a culture and, and a religion. Okay. Is, is the Mandalorian. But he is, he is but a Mandalorian. it's called the Mandalorian. And he is the Mandalorian in this, but he's just a Mandalorian. Yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah. And yeah. Boba Fett is a Mandalorian. Mm. He was the original I don't know who Boba Fett is, but I picked, I remember that, I, I remember people saying stuff about Boba Fett yeah. in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But they, this is why Star Wars frustrates me is because they reverse engineer everything. Mm. They're just like, here's Boba Fett, he can fly around. And they're like, actually... He's from a religious cult who never take off their hats. And like, all right, I'm like, what? What does that mean? Like, it never means anything. They sort of just extrapolate later. I've never been one, Sam. I'm curious because you are you're you're sci-fi our resident guy. sci-fi guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you're the expert. You're a, you're our expert expert <laughs> sci-fi guy. But Sam, I'm curious to know because I struggle. Something I struggle with, right? is when a fan culture gets bigger than just, like, um, appreciating it for the fake thing that it is. Yeah. Mm. You know, I like a, like I like, I like Harry Potter. I like Star Wars. I like Star Trek. I like all those things. But, like, when it gets, like, oh, this is how it works and this is what they do and this is the culture, it's like, mm. no, like, really, I mean, Boba Fett was a, a great art designer, made a cool costume. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole of Star Wars. That's what happened. And then they're like, "Oh, here's how all the ships fly." And like the ships, they don't, don't fly. They don't fly. And if and if you if you know how they fly, make a ship fly. Mm. And they're like, "This but, is how lights, lightsabers work. You have to get a special rock from a planet." And like, that's just the magic rock. It's just is magic. You got a magic stick. The reason, the way they work is 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 um is that George Lucas um made it up, and then they did some special effects. You, that that's just something I find. Yeah. Yeah, everything that you just said then, I was I felt the frustration. 
Same. I feel the same way. Do you know what <laughs> I, I find interesting is like Harry Potter, like we, Harry Potter was the series we saw. You know, like we, when I was born, Star Wars, Star Trek had the fan culture. Yeah. We saw Harry Potter go for, from some books to like. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a this, I'm, I'm a Slytherin, I'm a this. And it's mm. fascinating to see it. It's funny to think that some people watched Star Trek before it was like a whole thing. They were just like, yeah, it's cool. Some people yeah, watch Star Wars and they're like, fun movie, cool. Yeah. Mm. And then someone else was like, fun movie, now it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I own this. Um, I love watching Johnny Legs do or listening to Johnny Legs do voice work. And I thought, it was, I thought he did pretty good. Yeah, any Maybe. final thoughts on, on on the Mandalorian chapter nine? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I enjoyed it. I will, I will say this. I went into it very skeptical. I was like, this is not going to be good. Like I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this. This is going to be a horrible. I was like, oh, God, it's going to go for an hour. And my partner's like, it's 35 minutes. I'm like, that's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat down and I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. But I didn't. I, I, I still, it was just was frustrating for me to watch and we've touched on why. Can I, can I ask you guys, how, how are you doing with this? Because there are movies that have John Leguizamo in them and that's fun to talk about. Mm. And then you have commercials and you're like, it's funny to talk about the fact he's in a commercial. Mm. This is just a very bland part. Like, it's fine. Mm. What, well, this, this TV show? Like, John Leguizamo's part, very run-of-the-mill. He's in there for mm. two minutes. He's talking in a... Oh, we've done many of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done I so many I feel like this is the most uninteresting thing to talk about. The, the well, that's why that it ended is, up yeah. being you guys lecturing me. On yeah, the yeah, and that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a loose framework. Yeah. We they, had Jude. They're had, coming for the mission, the Zach. <laughs> we had Jude Pearl in last year, and we had Jude watch a Spanish commercial on um, getting medication for your parents. But that's funny to me because it's like, can't you believe we're like reviewing a commercial? And yeah. this is just like, oh, we're just doing like two minutes of. Oh, dude, the, the movie we did either last week or the week before called The Experimenter. Was a whole fucking two-hour film, and he was in ninety seconds of it, and, and at the start, yeah, <laughs> that was fucking frustrating. I the Sam, a thirty-five-minute episode I can get through. That's fine. If if uh, the the yes yes to a degree, it's weird that he's not in the movies heaps, but but that's why I'm like I, we don't need to talk about. Him. That's why yeah. I was like we don't need to talk about him. We'll talk about the Matrix, right? Yeah. That's got enough of a Leguistamo score. But I will say, I'm glad we chose an actor and an actor who isn't decide like isn't you know, if it's a like a an actor that's always the lead. If it's a Leonardo Meryl Streep. A Meryl yeah. Streep, right? Meryl Streep I would get more bored doing a Meryl Streep podcast because she's she's always the lead. Yes. She's always mm. kind of she's it's it's her taste. She's now really deciding. And also all the movies she's done, we've all seen everyone else has seen. You've had those conversations with people about. I've never had a conversation with someone about season 2 episode 1 chapter 9 the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. And I got to. And, if and I that's tr- beautiful, man. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Because I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, if I had chosen a director, if we had chosen a director, right, yeah. that would get samey because you'd start oh seeing God. the same yeah, things. Yeah. This is a podcast about two things, three things. One is John Leguizamo. Yeah. That's the main thing mm-hmm. it's about. Yeah. Two is about all of the actors that, that of, of his ilk. This, yeah. is, this is our Swan It's an ode to the, um, to, to the character actor in Hollywood. It's an ode to the third build. Yeah. Yep. And then lastly, it really is just he has touched every part of popular filmmaking in yeah. the last 30 years. That's what this is. This yeah. is just like if you want to know what, what 
if you want to get a broad sweep of everything mm. that has kind like all the kind of genres that mm. have happened, you, he's he's done one of everything. And it's a, it's also like we've gotten to watch so much stuff that's really cool that I would never have watched. And like without without the pod, I was watching. Like I would honestly just be watching shitty reality television at this point in my yeah. life. Yeah, because it's all my brain can take. But then this pod makes me forces me. To watch sci-fi. I like. I've rediscovered my love of film because of this podcast. Oh this my podcast god, that's been, so beautiful! It truly was. I, there was a moment when. Does we, that answer your question? Well, well, I mean, I've got egg on my face. I was like, <laughs> that's boring. I'm just like this is the, this is the most profound thing in the world. I didn't realize it truly has been like. I thought profound. it was here just to talk shit. The no. issue is then trying to talk shit. Yeah. The issue is then you go. I I hit a moment when I watched Land of the Dead where I was like, fuck. Mm. I, I rediscovered horror. I rediscovered, mm. and then, and then, and then, three weeks later, I've just, I've just got to be like, try and be funny about like that one he did with that guy about the fucking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's great as well because there's a lot of movies that are fine, yeah, and you don't watch the fine ones, yeah, yeah. Middling nineties, like rom coms, yeah, that. I would never have watched. Completely bypassed me in my life. Yeah, maybe and did now, a couple of film festivals. Mm, and now they've popped up. And some rare gems, Land of the Dead, The Take. We get a few of them. Remember? I might have never seen Encanto. Yeah. And I, like, I, Encanto? I, you would have watched Encanto. Should, no, like, it might have been one of those ones like, I mean to watch that. I should be watching that. Like, like there's like so many animated I've films of yesteryear. I have watched The Good Dinosaur, you know? Yeah. What? I haven't watched the. I've never I seen. Think, How I don't to think anyone's watched the Good da- Dinosaur. Yeah, I haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon. Have you seen that? Yeah, the yeah, first one's great. You love fantasy. Yeah. Dragons. Yes. It's fantasy. Okay. It is fantasy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It is. But, um, but yeah, no. That's in answer to your question, Sam. <laughs> this has been one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. Just sometimes I get sick of riffing for an hour about it. <laughs> How many, how many Leguistamos do you guys give Mandalorian Chapter 9? You you know the Leguistamo system, Sam. It's all about how Leguizamo it is. I'll go first. I'm you just... always go first. I feel bad for you. Well, I don't you want always Sam go... to go first. I can go first. Okay. I give it three Leguistamos. That's what I was going to give it. Now I, I, like I, I don't think copies. anything made by John, John by, by yeah, it's, it's three Leguistamos. Yeah, I'm going to give it three as well. Amy Sedaris really helps get it up from a two and a half. Oh, it gets like four and a half Amy Stardarises. <laughs> Wait. How many Stardarises are there in a Leguistamo? She just helps no, it, No, she you just know? helps I'm saying that if we were doing um, an Amy Stardaris Rama podcast, it would be Sedaris Rama, Ramas, I don't know, podcast. Then I would be giving this four and a half Amy Stardarises. But I think the but, fact that um, Amy Stardaris or Amy Sardaris, she is not a Leguizamo rating. She's a, an independent woman. But I think that she helps the Leguizamo rating. Yeah, sure, yes. Like the idea that John Favreau's doing a movie mm. on a set and he's like, "Hey, John, F- J- like Johnny mm. Legs, come do a bit." Hey, mm. Amy Sardaris, come. It's got that's a real John Leguizamo reason, thing to do. And you <laughs> might be like, "Wait, three? That's quite high." One of the reasons I've gone from two to three is because his involvement in this episode. How he leaves this episode is so Leguizamo mm. to just kind of do and then die is very Leguizamo. Can I bump my rating up? Yeah, right. I'm going to give it five. <laughs> no, I'm going to give it three and a half Leguizamos no. and I'll tell you why. Because he didn't audition. This was an offer. 
Oh, 100%. Favreau called him up and said, you want to do a voice for my yeah. Star Wars show? So I get an extra half because he didn't have to, he, he, it was just, it was fully offer. All right. I'm giving it three. How about yeah. you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I was thinking one, to be honest. <laughs> Why? Oh, really? Yeah, because it's it's because it, it's the 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 part requires nothing of the actor almost. Just for the record, Speed gets two. Yeah. Two Leguistamos. I have. A, I so can't remember him in that movie. He's not in he's that not movie. In so just before you give it one Leguistamo, <laughs> we've recently discovered Dunstan checks in. You know that movie? That's yeah. two. Yeah. He's not in it. I'd say it's one and a half. But just so you know, there are movies that John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo are not in that have two. Well, Speed is... is yeah. Was Speed the winner? Speed won. Yeah. So Speed is the when most leguizamo movie. Just the other week. Speed won the most leguizamo film that does not star John Leguizamo. <laughs> and it got a whopping two Leguizamos. Two Leguizamos, Which is pretty impressive. But just... Think about that before you give something one Leguizamo. Yeah, exactly. You can. I just think his job here is to not be John Leguizamo in this movie. Mm. I think that's his acting role. It's just to be bland man, mm. you know. And he's such a good character actor. He's being asked to not be a character. I mean, but I think that like someone like he's not in the suit, is he? No. That's like, yeah. My partner also revealed to me that RoboCop. The, the lead Robocop Are you talking to, Are you telling us A Ro- Robocop fact here Sorry the Mandalorian Robocop is a movie The Mandalorian Yeah um, The dude who's walking around In the Mandalorian get up Is not actually the voice actor It's a different guy Yeah it yeah, is No it's not Yeah no, it's Yeah Pedro not. Pascal Pedro played Pascal him. Voiced him It's no, not in the right. suit Yeah he I know, is No I, I swear to god Either the, Okay well that's what my partner told me And I might be wrong But I swear to god it's not him Nah he's in it He's in it No I don't think so He takes off his hat at one point Yeah Yeah maybe that's him no, no he's in it. He's fully in it. Yeah. Because it was a whole thing. It was like, wow, that's funny that Pedro Pascal played a whole part with a mask. Nah, he's in it. He's in it. He's fully in it. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe that wasn't him. Oh, now my partner's going to be like, let's do what I said. I don't remember. That is what you said, Matt. And I'm holding you to it here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sam, thank you for joining us on Leguizama Rama. Do you have anything you want to promote? Me? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> the ABC show we're make that we're putting out in a year. Um, so tune back in maybe yeah, like twelve months yeah. from now. Maybe April. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. I don't know what we're supposed this to say. This will be coming out in about uh, a month. Yeah. This well, I would, three weeks. All I would say is, is if you could jump on Ivy now and make an account. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? Um, <laughs> Nish, thank you. All for- we're saying is maybe, maybe. Create an iView account. That's all we're saying. Pick a bird. Mish, thank you for um, joining me and Sam on Sci-Fi Boys, talking sci-fi. It was really nice. (laughs) I really liked it. And now I'm going to go and watch some, read some alien porn. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. No, we have to tell Tom what to put at the end of it. Oh, it would have been funny to end on alien porn. (laughs) What's Tom going to put at the end of it? Sam, you just pick something. What's something you, know, you like to do? You, you want to pick lately? something? What's something sci-fi? What do you mean? Just what? What do you? What do you? What I don't you, understand what you're saying. So Tom usually played out <laughs> the song. We're not good with guests. <laughs> I haven't listened to this podcast. No, no, no one has. No one has. It's and then fine. sometimes people like said, like no send a message. No one has except about two dozen engineers. <laughs> like <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Let's make this really clear. Nobody listens to this podcast. But then randomly, like we mentioned engineers and Zach said, oh, I, like we were talking about how neither of us know what an engineer is. Don't start on it. We don't. 
And then Zach's like, I think it's a made up word. And it's like, hey, if we happen to have any engineers listening, could you just DM us and let us know what you do? And Zach's like, we don't have any engineers listening. We got about two dozen DMs from engineers. Like, hey, I'm an engineer and I listen. And I reckon that's the only people that listen to this podcast and they're engineers. So because most people are an engineer. Yeah. A lot of people are. If you're not an engineer, uh, DM and go, hey, I'm not an engineer. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah if, you've, if you're not an engineer, let me know what it is that you do for a living. What is it that you do? <laughs> and how you would uh, reclassify it as engineer if you just decided yeah, that's to. that's a good... Yeah. I think every, every job could be engineer with a bit of, a bit of tweaking yeah, of its maybe. description. Um, we basically nah. get Tom to put something on the end of this. It's usually a song, but you can just choose anything. It's often something we've talked about. Um, Tom, just tell me how your day was. Yeah, right. yeah, just talk to the mic. Yeah. And Tom, you can just do it on your phone. It doesn't have to be good sound or yeah, anything. Just, just tell us how your day was. Yeah, mate. just we want one sentence. That's all. Thanks so much, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Bye. And thanks, Sam. Yeah, thanks for asking, Sam. Yeah, look, I'm having an all right Monday morning here, just listening to the mission Zach Leguizama Rama and doing a little bit of editing and fixing up a little bit of compression and EQ and a few. 